You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you today by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. I had plans to do some pitching analysis in today's podcast, but then with the non-tender deadline and a couple of deals, those are going to take priority for today. I'll continue with pitching analysis tomorrow. So one of the interesting angles, as it pertains to the non-tender deadline, is there were a few players that might be viable options as designated hitters, if there's going to be a designated hitter in the National League. That this isn't officially known for the 2021 season is a pretty big indictment on Major League Baseball. If you were in a fantasy league, and you weren't quite sure what the rules were going to be for the next season, you'd be telling the, the commissioner of the league, all right, let's sort this out so that I can make the right moves for my team. And right now, there are a bunch of National League teams who aren't sure whether they should be investing in a full-time DH. That's kind of bush league, i got to be honest. So, anyway, let's take a look at some of the players who've been cast out onto the free agent market after not receiving a tender offer. Some of them may be of interest. And we'll start with Cubs left fielder Kyle Schwarber. I talked about Schwarber a couple of podcasts ago because he struggled through the 2020 season in part because of a 219 batting average on balls in play. He ended up hitting just 188. But, He's also had two seasons in which he's hit at least 30 home runs. He was good for a combined 5.8 war on fan graphs in 2018 and 2019 combined. You could probably find a spot for him as a DH. Cubs also let go center fielder Albert, Al- Albert Elmora Jr., the sixth overall pick in 2012. Elmora never really panned out. He's been a serviceable fourth outfielder, but has not been able to make a really big offensive impact. There may be a role for him uh, somewhere, but not one that makes him particularly fantasy relevant. Minnesota Twins, uh, left fielder Eddie Rosario. Since 2017, Rosario has hit 96 home runs, which ranks 30th in baseball over that time. So he's probably going to attract interest as a free agent. At the same time, the Twins have top prospect Alex Kirilov pushing for a job, and, well, he'll be significantly cheaper than Rosario. And and this is, even though Rosario did hit a career-low 257 in 2020, uh, I think you can look at uh, the power numbers and figure there will be some teams who are interested. Minnesota also let go uh, pitcher Matt Whistler. Uh, he was using a swing role uh, in 2020, and the 28-year-old had an excellent season, uh, finishing with a 1.07 ERA while stranding 99.3% of his base runners. That's, that's probably not going to be sustainable. But Now, it was only 25 and a third innings, but it was the best season of Whistler's career, and you know his reward is being cut loose. Nevertheless, teams are going to be looking to stabilize their bullpens, and given his performance in 2020, Whistler ought to generate uh, market interest as a free agent. Uh, Atlanta Braves left fielder Adam Duvall. There's a power hitter who did his job in 2020. Slugged 16 home runs, uh, but he's one of those players whose future may be tied to whether the National League has a designated hitter. He's a liability in the field and does have two 30 home run seasons to his credit, but uh, I guess until you know whether or not uh, you have the option of plugging him in as a DH, uh, that kind of makes Duval less appealing uh, overall. Uh, Chicago White Sox right fielder Nomar Mazzara. 
This is a 25-year-old who had a disastrous 2020 season. Mazzaro was thought to have untapped potential coming out of Texas where he had 79 home runs in four seasons, but then he had just one home run and 149 plate appearances for the White Sox in 2020. He was he was sick at the start of the season. Um, don't know if that was COVID-related or not, but he, he missed time right off the start and really never seemed to catch up. Uh, and that makes him a pretty good reclamation project, I think, uh, for 2021. Uh, if you're a team that can afford to be patient with him, like I don't, I don't think the Dodgers or the Yankees, teams that are you know, pushing for a World Series this year, would want to invest a full-time uh, spot for Nomar Mazzara, but a bunch of other teams, uh, you might want to roll the dice and, and see if you can get him back on track. White Sox also let go left-handed pitcher Carlos Rodon, 27-year-old, who has flashed some potential at times, uh, but has had really a lot of trouble staying healthy in recent seasons. So, uh, like Mazzara, Rodon's probably an interesting addition for a team that can afford to work with him and just see what they can do uh, about getting him to take the, the bump every fifth day and stay healthy for a season. Uh, and, you know, and you can kind of live with the results. So uh, there will probably be suitors for both Mazzara and Rodon, uh, but it'll be interesting to see if they, they find a good fit uh, where they kind of have some room to fail uh, as they try and recapture uh, previous form. Uh, Kansas City third baseman Michael Franco, 28-year-old, provided the Royals pretty solid value at the hot corner. He wasn't great, but he had eight home runs, hit 278 with a 778 OPS. He was an inexpensive option in daily fantasy for much of the season. So, you know, that there's some value there. Uh, but he may not have a spot as a starting third baseman. It's just going to depend uh, on, you know, there aren't that many teams looking to take on castoffs from the Royals. Uh, but, you know, given his performance in 2020... Uh, Franco probably does deserve some consideration as as a major league regular. So coming up next, we have more players that weren't tender contract offers by Wednesday's deadline, along with a couple of trades. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have a bunch of great flavors. My favorites are the peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. But they're all low-fat, low-carb, high-protein, all in a convenient bar. They've added six new flavors. It's caramel brownie, which sounds great to me. Cookies and Cream, Cherry Barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and Apple Almond Crisp. I'm getting a little hungry just thinking about those. I've been trying to shed quarantine pounds at a boot camp for the past couple of months, and for the most part, I'm having some success. But I leaned right into it by making Built Bar as part of my post-workout routine. It gives my muscles the protein boost they need. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. That's B-U-I-L-T. B-A-R.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your next order and enjoy the best protein bar on the planet. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, fire it off to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So now, before we get to a couple of trades, more players who landed on the free agent pile after they weren't tendered a contract offer by the deadline. Go with Cincinnati right-handed pitcher Archie Bradley. He's a quality reliever who has closed some, uh, but mostly has worked in a setup role. He had 2.95 ERA and 2.59 fielding independent pitching in 2020, but his strikeout rate was down, and he lost a little over a mile per hour off his fastball. Nevertheless, uh, Bradley, given his track record, shouldn't have trouble finding a new home. Cincinnati outfielder Brian Goodwin, 30-year-old, almost worked his way into a full-time role with the Angels with a decent finish in 2019, but struggled at the plate in 2020, uh, hitting 215 overall. Uh, 
He does have a little power and can steal some bases. So if Goodwin ever finds regular playing time, there's a chance he could be fantasy relevant, uh, even in short bursts as a, as a waiver as a waiver pickup. Uh, but he's most likely a fourth outfielder somewhere. One more from Cincinnati, catcher Kirk Casale. Veteran catcher is pretty much a backup, but a good one in 176 games since 2017. He's a 793 OPS with 19 home runs. Now, there isn't a big market uh, in fantasy for backup catchers, but Casale is one of the better ones. Los Angeles Angels uh, reliever Hansel Robles. Uh, he had his best season in 2019 at a 2.48 ERA in more than 72 innings. But he had 16 terrible innings in 2020. 10.26 ERA, 1.74 whip. His velocity is down a bit, but still, 95.5 miles per hour on his average fastball. But he really, he lost his control. He had almost six walks per nine. But, you know, given that he's still throwing in the mid-90s, uh, there's probably something uh, to be worked out with Robles at the right price uh, for a team looking to improve their bullpen depth. Uh, Baltimore infielder Hanser Alberto, a 28-year-old infielder who's probably suited to a utility role. He has hit 299 over the past two seasons, but it's pretty soft, not a lot of power, doesn't run a whole whole lot, uh, but certainly a useful major league player, uh, even if he's not a starter. Uh, Chicago Cubs outfielder and first baseman, the 32-year-old Jose Martinez. He struggled at the plate in 2020, hitting just 182 with two home runs in 34 games. But Martinez is such a liability defensively that the chance to DH uh, was probably his best way into the lineup. Uh, if only we knew that would be an option for National League teams. Someday. Someday we'll find out. Uh, Colorado outfielder David Dahl, 26-year-old, is coming off his worst season. But remember, it was a short season. He hit 183 with no home runs in 24 games. It's obviously not very good. But three seasons uh, before that, though, he hit 297 with an 867 OPS. 38 home runs and 921 plate appearances. You know, there's a decent player in there if Dahl could stay healthy. Uh, but he's probably looking at a reserve role, you know, with the chance to prove that he can hit outside Colorado. Uh, to this point in his career, he had a 918 OPS uh, in Colorado, 722 uh, everywhere else. And so, you know, maybe, maybe uh, uh, moving away from the Rockies isn't going to be uh, ideal for Dahl's production. Another one from the Rockies, catcher Tony Walters. He started... Uh, for the Rockies behind the plate the past two seasons, but just couldn't hit. He had a 238 average and 642 OPS total in five seasons with the Rockies, and it was soft, too. He had just seven home runs in more than 1,200 plate appearances. Uh, Walters is 28 years old, uh, so you know there's still a, a spot for him as a backup somewhere, uh, but you know not, not anything that should uh, draw a lot of interest from fantasy owners. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays, corner infielder Travis Shaw, Rebounded a little from his disastrous 2019 season, but 2020 wasn't really productive enough either, at least not for an everyday role. Shaw can probably be a, a reserve working corner infield spots, third and first base. Um, and he has had back-to-back -back seasons with 30-plus homers in 2017 and 2018. So you know, maybe there's a path for, for Shaw to kind of pull his career back, but he's not nearly as interesting now uh, as he was a couple of years ago, and that's kind of strange for a 30-year-old. Uh Toronto also uh, did not tender an offer to reliever A.J. Cole, who was fine out of the, the bullpen in 2020. He had a 3.09 ERA. Strikeout rate dropped quite a bit, but he's probably replaceable. Uh, and, you know, he can move on to another team where he will, can fit into a probably low leverage uh, relief role. And Milwaukee outfielder Ben Gamel. You know, he never really lived up to his prospect type. He's now 28 
coming off a season in which he hit 237 with a 719 OPS, and he got more playing time than expected uh, once Lorenzo Cain bailed out on on the season for the Brewers. Um, and yet, you know, Gamble's production has just never been enough uh, to make it as an everyday player. So, as you can see from that list, there are a few useful additions to the free agent market. Um, you know, not superstars, but you know, we're talking guys who didn't get tendered a, a contract. So there were also a couple of trades as teams were shuffling the decks. Los Angeles Angels acquired shortstop Jose Iglesias from Baltimore for pitchers Garrett Stallings and Gene Pinto. The Angels, looking for a replacement for Andrelton Simmons, get Iglesias, a veteran who hit 373 with a 956 OPS in 2020. He had 17 doubles in 142 plate appearances, but Iglesias isn't really that kind of hitter. He had a 407 um, batting average on balls in play. So, you know, don't be surprised if he's not some uh, world-beating offensive contributor next season. Stallings is a fifth-round pick, played at the University of Tennessee. Pinto is a 19-year-old from Venezuela uh, who pitched a little in rookie league in 2019, but did have 19 strikeouts in 12 innings. So the Orioles are are playing the long game here, hoping to uh, develop uh, those arms. Uh, apparently, you know, given, given the track record of the Orioles in recent seasons, they're, they're playing a really long game. At some point, they'll they'll try and be competitive. The other trade, Los Angeles Dodgers acquire uh, Corey Knebel from Milwaukee uh, for player to be named later or cash considerations. And Knebel was a, an elite closer in 2017. Performance started to slip a bit in 2018 before blowing out his arm and needing Tommy John surgery. Uh, struggled to throw strikes in 2020, walking eight and 13 in the third innings. His 94.4-mile-per-hour uh, fastball uh, is down uh, from around 97 miles per hour uh, average pre-injury. So it will be worth watching to see if Knable can regain that velocity. And this is kind of a roll of the dice by the Dodgers, uh, a team that can afford it. If he doesn't uh, regain the velocity, doesn't uh, recapture enough control, then you know they can cast him aside. But uh, the Dodgers are willing to, to take a look to find out. Uh, that will do it for today. I will be back tomorrow. More stats for off-season prep. Now, I've been doing this for a while on the off-season pods, and I suggest if you've missed some, go back and bang them out. They're quick. You can I listen to my podcasts at double time, so you can get through these in like seven to eight minutes a, a pop. And they're basically evergreen. Uh, nothing has happened since the season ended to dramatically change the content uh, of the statistical analysis uh, you're going to get there. So if you've missed a few, circle back will still be analysis there that you can use. So find this podcast, subscribe, and rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device, play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. 